Welcome to Hope for Restless Hearts, the podcast of Restless Heart Ministries. My name is John Newton. Well, we have been about a month without a podcast now, and, well, the reason is simply because Shannon and I moved. We moved from uh, a spot up in the mountains, just south of Fayetteville, Arkansas, to a home on the west side of the city. So, about a month of moving, and the stress involved therein, and the achy muscles, and the boxes piled high in all the bedrooms. If you've ever moved, I'm sure you can relate to all this. And uh, finally, we're kind of getting settled in our new place. Got our computer set up and the microphones to be able to podcast. And lo and behold, um, we're just kind of getting to know our new house and our new neighborhood and neighbors and surroundings. And so um, a month after moving, it's time to kind of resume life as it was before, just in a different location, of course. Today is March the 20th. It is, according to my calendar, the very first day of spring in the year 2019. It's spring! Happy spring to you! Aren't you glad that the winter is finally over? Though I suppose it depends on where you live as to whether you actually feel like it is or isn't spring. I live in northwest Arkansas, and lo and behold, it was cloudy today with some drizzle and below average temperatures, and kind of didn't feel very spring-like. Anyway, because it is spring, I wanted to wax poetically about the great virtues of spring. You know, if it wasn't for the winter, spring would be no big deal at all. But because of the fact that we have just endured three months of darkness, of uh, cold and snow, and of uh, awfully chilly winds... Because of that, spring just feels like a breath of fresh air, doesn't it? Um, Even though that air is often carrying pollens and other allergic substances. (laughs) At least it is for me and, and for my household. You know, last year at this time, I wrote a blog post on my personal blog about uh, the great virtues of spring, about how much I enjoy spring now. And I wanted to read that for you on today's Hope for Restless Hearts And hopefully you can find some optimism, some hope, some joy from my simple observations about springtime. So here we go. This is Of Daffodils, Pears, and the Renewal of Life. Pearly dogwoods and magentic rosebuds, snowy pears and lemony forsythia, verdant wild onions and showy daffodils, Spring has sprung here in the Ozark Mountains, and life is bursting forth everywhere I look. It's amazing. If there's one thing we can all agree on, it is that winter seems longer than the three months allotted to it by our calendar. It is dark, it is cold, and it seems so powerful that life runs away to hide until it is somehow summoned to resume its rightful place. I used to love winters in large part because my birthday and Christmas came in the midst of the cold. And I enjoyed fall because the leaves turned vibrant colors and fell in showery display. The decorations were nice too, especially the pumpkins, hay bales, and harvest imagery. But winter, aside from holidays and the beauty of fresh snowfalls, well, we just have to endure it. Winter takes endurance. Spring, though, 
Yes, spring is refreshing for the soul. In the springtime, beauty breaks into the barrenness to remind us that all is not lost in this world, to remind us that God has not abandoned us to cold and to heartbreak and to foolishness, that things may be void of leaves for a season, just bare branches, but they are not necessarily dead. Indeed, they are merely waiting for the command to come alive, much like a resurrection, the resurrection. Last year, the lovely Mrs. Newton reminded me of how the disciples saw only winter once Jesus went to the cross. They didn't know, despite Jesus' many warnings, that Easter Sunday was going to happen. They saw the winter, not realizing that winter would soon dissolve into spring and life would burst forth from the deadness. It is so amazingly fitting that Easter comes in the springtime, for spring itself is a visual and practical reminder of resurrection. I've written before that I'm convinced that mankind is in deep search of three virtues, or elements of life, goodness, truth, and beauty. We want to know that there is good, that there is love, that there is a flip side to the evil we often witness around us. We want to know that there is truth, a right and a wrong, a justice and righteousness that we can cling to with all of our hope. And we want to know that there is beauty around us, an inspiration for the future, and a strength for the present. Springtime presents us with all three elements, and in a deep way can satisfy our souls if we let it. We see the love and goodness of God in the beauty of a flower, the budding of a tree, and the warming of the weather. We see the justice and truth of God in the fact that darkness is getting shorter, that barrenness is being swallowed up in life, and the world is bearing fruit. We see beauty in, well, you know, the beauty, <laughs> the colors, the shapes, the sizes, the really cool, intricate patterns. In the springtime, there is a strong feeling of renewal and restoration. It is a reflection of the soul's hope that things will not always be surrounded by death and destruction, that the winter is being sent into flight. It is a hope that declares that the lost don't always have to remain lost, that a tree missing fruit may only be awaiting the right opportunity to bear fruit. Spring says that Christ may have been crucified on Good Friday and may lay in the grave on Holy Saturday, but life will return to the very spot it vacated on Easter morning. He will arise, and we also will arise with him. New life, new creation, and a hope that burst forth into this world in an amazing display of color. And you know, as an aside to this, um, I love to garden. And in our new house here in Fayetteville, we have a small yard, but it has a lot of sun exposure, so I'm very excited. And about a month ago, I started planting seeds inside because it was too cold it was the winter so i started planting seeds um in hopes of growing you know a garden some nice vegetables and some pretty flowers and so forth and if you look at a little seed 
that little seed seems dead. It seems like winter. And it's hard. There's just no sign of life in this little seed. And so you, you put it in the soil, and you cover it with dirt, and you water it, and you wait. And in many ways, this process is like the winter. You're waiting. And then suddenly, suddenly you see this little shoot break the surface of the dirt. And you're reminded that life is here. It's present. And pretty soon that little seed grows into a seedling and grows into a mature plant, which produces fruit in its proper time. And you see this new life bursting forth out of what seems dead. This is the spring to me. It's a reminder that God is still tending his garden here on earth. That what looks like it is dead and unproductive still has the potential to produce flowers and leaves and fruit and be productive. And that one day this goodness and this truth and this beauty that God has implanted in his world will overcome the darkness and the cold and the winter. And spring will become eternal, not just a season of the year, but eternal spring, things always being renewed, always being fresh, life always overcoming death. So happy spring. If you're a gardener, happy gardening. Be gods and stay tuned.